computer. Welcome to our uh, first podcast with I Got You and a very special welcome to the brother Mitch who runs Mental NZ. Awesome to have you on board, bro. Really stoked to um, do life with you, even though it's from afar and only through phone. But yeah, it's been good so far. Yeah, man, for sure. Now, good to be here, eh? Happy to be your first guest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. What's been happening your ways? How's life over in the homeland? Yeah, not too bad, eh? Not too bad. Had a good day today. Went out with the kids for a bit of a bushwalk. So Eesh, good nice. just to get outdoors and uh, breathe in some of that fresh air, really. Yeah, bro. I've been cooped up inside all week, so it was good to get out and about. Yeah, man, because you you're back to work now, eh? Back into it. Yeah, back into it now. Back yeah. into it. <laughs> the life, eh? Yeah, well, we had men's breakfast this morning, so it was pretty good. Had a few boys turn up. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, one that I haven't seen for like eight years, actually. So it was true. Pretty, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. He, um, he was dead keen to come, so he popped in and brought a shirt and yeah, we did. we didn't really talk too much, but he's off work at the moment as well. So it's like, oh, let's um, let's tear up a game of golf on Tuesday, bro, before I fly back. So, man, yeah. oh, he's just over there visiting, is he? No, nah, no, nah, he's just he works up in the mines as well. He's just off work for a bit at the moment. So, um, oh, okay, yeah, it just worked out real good time. So, it was oh, cool, man. Cool. You know what? Yeah, to have all the brothers around and just have a good yarn and yeah, nice. Nice. And then you see you've been out on that electric skateboard, oh, eh? Yeah, took a What's start, going on with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, don't even get me started. I won't mention the company name, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> those that know me know that I skated in New Zealand way back in uh, 2009 into 2010 on Rolls Rolls Longboards. I skated for them and, um, yeah, wicked board but no motor. So every hill I walked up and every – Hell, I went down. So, especially the, uh, what was the one I was, was it the Brindle ones that I was talking to you? The Brindle ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a killer hill, bro. That is a I killer remember, hill. I remember, bro, it must have taken me from, because uh, Whangarei will be on the north side of that, eh? Yeah. So going, heading south, it must have taken me close to two, two and a half to get to the top walking, bro. True. <laughs> Um, oh, she's had, a long way up. Yeah, yeah I, had a, way up. I had a support driver, my mate Marcus. He was uh, driving for me, and man, like the I can still remember the look on his face seeing me. Just like he was a little bit worried that something might have happened. You know, like there's a few <laughs> trucks going through there, and it's pretty windy, narrow road. And oh man, it was so good to see him and just like have a little bit of safe spot in the van for you know for five ten minutes, and then. Yeah, down the other side, bro. <laughs> Shit, you would have been quick going down the other side, eh? Uh, I was a little bit smart about it. What I did was um, use the van. So I would just stay at the back of the van and I would just tap the van if he's going too quick. It's just the safest way to get down, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not going to get, get like, taken out going around a hairpin or something or lose control. No, well, that's a busy road too, eh? Yeah, and yeah. Some of those corners are pretty, they're pretty, you know, well, pretty sharp bends. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that again. I wouldn't even want to do that on my electric board, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was I was hell buzzing about getting this board. And, like, it, it's been a muck around. And then I had to pay this massive tax duty fee through customs. And then I got it. And, like, I took it for a spin. It just wasn't the same as, like, what skating is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, uh, 
Well, that was a waste. How of- fast does it go? I got her up to 30, eh? Hey. And that's like, that's like pretty much jumping on, putting the, putting the trigger, and you're just like, far out. It's just like 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Like, yo, this is ballsy. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'll go around the river tomorrow for a spin on it, see what it's like around there. But that was on like speed two. It's got speed four settings. So we'll see if I can. Oh, I don't shit. Think, I don't think it goes much faster than 35, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I guess it is different the way. It's it's completely different to actual just skating. Yeah, well, I'm just standing on a board and it's doing yeah. it for you. I guess. I guess like for me, like skating and like has been such a positive like outlet for me for so many years. Because yeah. I feel like one, I'm getting a bit of fitness out of it. You know, like getting like to literally push out how I'm feeling. But yeah. The electric board. I'm just standing there, and I'm like, well, I'm already lazy now. I'm just lazier. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, bro. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and yeah, I had a yarn with um, Stefan from Garage Gyms NZ this morning. We did another podcast together. So for him, nice, uh, nice. It was awesome, eh? It was really cool just to touch base. We had some, so a few deep convos there, which will be, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing. Uh, a little bit nervous because it's some, you know, home truths and, and some deep stuff about where I've been and what I've done. But also, it's like, man, like, you know, some someone might get something out of it, bro. You know, they might get some real um, home truths for themselves and, and be able to use that in a positive way to either make change or to understand that, hey, it's okay to help for how they're feeling. So that'll yeah. be good. So, it was, yeah, it was cool to see the bro again and have a yarn. And, um, he's killing it, eh, with that yeah, bro. Thing. He's doing it. Awesome. That guy is a machine. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, Always tagged me in his post like Murph Day sixty six, and I'm eating chips yeah. on the couch. Eh? <laughs> yeah, same. I, I look at that tag every morning, open it up, and I'm like, man, I'm exhausted just watching this story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sweating, I'm sweating, sitting this guy. Yeah, I've got sympathy sweats for you, brother. I've got sympathy sweats. <laughs> sympathy sweats. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh man, I actually me and the missus went and signed up to the gym down the road, but I, and I said to her, I was like, yeah, I wonder how long this will last because I just. Like, <laughs> I used, to get, I used to be hard out into training, but I was also hard out into partying, so it never really outweighed itself. And yeah, now I'm yeah. hard out into being a nana, but I just like I just have no motivation to go to the gym. I'm just like fuck that, man. I guess it's hard for you though, right? With because doing the whole fly out, and fly back in, like your days off back at home are limited. And it's, yeah, bro. It's probably the last thing you want to do. Yeah, but then you're like, well, it's only an hour a day. I'm like, yeah, I could still be sitting in front of the fish tank for an extra hour. So <laughs> I think I know what one I would prefer, but I do need to. I need to get a little bit um, stronger and versatile for the job. You know, it's quite heavy lifting and hard on the body. So I sort of just want to benefit it's myself. It's good for the mind too, though, right? Like, oh, um, definitely, definitely. I've and actually I- just been – there's a new gym opening up here in Whangarei. So uh, they're about oh, – six seven weeks away but it's probably the cheapest gym out so i'm going to hold out for those guys but i've definitely been considering going back to the gym you know not not only for my physical health but for their mental health yeah more I than think anything, that's, that's the real positive thing and i just got to keep feeding myself that hey like it's not just about you know looking physically good or you know feeling physically good but it's about feeling mentally good because like yeah. you know, like when you feel mentally good everything's good man like it don't matter hard. don't matter how hard it raining bro you're feeling good but that's right. When yeah. You're feeling shit. It don't matter how sunny it is. You're feeling shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. 
so how's things going with mental NZ back home? You obviously did a walk a couple of weeks ago with a brother turned up and you had a pr- pretty good one-on-one time with them and having a yarn. So yeah, you got yeah, it's been good, eh? It's been good. I think the biggest thing is probably the group chat, right? So obviously oh, you're part right. of that group chat and right. like, every day that thing just amazes me. Like, oh, so good, man. There's, there's, there's what, 20, I think there's about 25 people in there and not everybody is, um, you know, not everybody's messaging all the time, but it's not about that. It's about just having that safe place to talk when you want to talk. And, and there's no yeah, pressure yeah. to talk every day or send a message every week or whatever it is. But I think the thing I like the most about that is none of us have actually ever met each other or a couple of us have, you know, I know but, Joe. Um, I know Joe. <laughs> but everybody's, everybody's uh, got each other's back and just yeah. always and that, there to support each other. And, yeah. and no one's judging anyone. Yeah, for sure. And it's cool in that sense, like, there are a couple of guys that don't really say much, but as soon as somebody's like struggling or feeling shit, the other dudes that jump in straight away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll put their, their two cents in on, on a scenario or what they're going through. And like, like I, I speak with um, Jerry and with Ian a bit, just out of that group as well. Like we'll yep. get a little time. Like Jerry sent me a message. Like, Hey brother, like what, any bands you recommend? I was like, yo bro, I'll send you some tunes, man. And I like send him my, yeah playlists off um off youtube and he was like bro this is awesome i was like yeah sweet bro no dramas well now that i now i know you like this kind of music man anytime i find something new i'll send it to you as well so yeah it's good eh? it's good i mean it's um i think as well the the fact that it's not just it's not just brothers in new zealand that are on there you know yeah or or, or nz and oz it's (laughs) you know we got indonesia south africa the us canada uk it's yeah, such bro. a mixed group it's like literally worldwide yeah that's <laughs> um, cool bro but it's good it, it, everyone's walking a different path but it, um they're all so similar at the same time yeah for sure that's so good and it's not like you know it's constant like you know hey i'm feeling this today or i'm feeling that it's like brothers like you say like show us your pups like who you know or show us your best friends or your pets and stuff. yeah you know like obviously i've got my my 3000 fish and the two cats. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is the fish and the cats and stuff. Like, um, I mean, fuck, I'd love a dog, man. I'm, but not being FIFO, the missus, you know, poor old missus gets left with everything when I go up to work. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Not really, like, uh, we've uh, talked yeah. about it, but it's just like the, the dog wouldn't have a, a, a super nice life. Just having to chill inside or outside all day till she's home or till I'm back. So yeah. yeah, it's cool to see everyone else's like, you know, one of the boys getting the old, uh, sausage dog cross some other thing and it's like yo it's but i think that's what it's about right as well that group chat so like i've been a part of another group chat um with a uk-based page and that's really where i I guess i kind of stole the idea for this group chat from but (laughs) but that one was it it was like um sort of all the messages in there were always around you know, negative stuff and how people were feeling, which is fine. And I guess that's the whole purpose of having that safe space to be able to say it, but that's all it was about. Like yeah. there was no just general chat as well to build people back up. Yes. Sure. Um, so I was pretty stoked with this chat that everyone's actually just, yeah, there's a safe space for them to talk about all the, you know, the negatives and how they're feeling and stuff, but it's also just a general life chat as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, it's not just like, you are, you and I saying, oh, hey brothers, how's everyone going today? It's like everyone's saying it like, hey, like what's everyone up to for the weekend or how's everyone's mm. week been? And I think it's important, man, like because life gets hard, right? And m- more often than not, life gets hard fast. It's, it's like there's no warning yeah. signs or like, you know, 
hide and seek, count to 10, life's going to get you. It's like, it's going to hit you and it's going to get you fast. But to have that brotherhood and somewhere where you can come to and, and just feel like you can get stuff off your chest or, you know, like however big it might be or however small, I just feel like it makes it easier, you know, like, yeah. And we were saying it in the group, saying, man, we come together, we win together. And it's something even for myself that I, I've experienced in the last couple of weeks. One of my really good mates was having a hard time. And uh, so obviously, you know, like go around and have a yarn with them and let's make a game plan together. And legend of a bloke, bro, can build anything. Hey, we're right. Like, I don't know. I couldn't even build, you know, four two by twos together. Like, no way. Just like, <laughs> not, not clued on. And he, like, he's just awesome. He, he helped me make, um, make my fish my other fish tank <clears throat> look nice and um yeah so i like appreciated man it was like probably there five six hours so out of his out of his weekend time so it's like man like let me like get you some groceries to say thanks bro so i shot off and got some groceries dropping around a couple of days later and like you know i was saying to man like you know like we we gotta we struggle together and we win together like there is no point in my eyes one brother being bad off and one brother being king at the table. Like, and that's not what yeah. it's about, right? If someone's struggling, yeah. uh, we're all on the struggle. If someone's grinding, we're all on the grind. If someone's winning, man, we're all winning together because it doesn't matter what we're fighting, whether it's depression, anxiety, um, whatever you're going through, right? We're all fighting something. So let's come together and let's win it together. Like, you know? And, yeah. And, and now, like, you know, a couple fast forward a couple of weeks and he's doing awesome now just and it's it's wicked to see bro and it's awesome to be a part of it's not like oh well you know this guy he's gonna brought groceries for his mates or whatnot like fuck we should all be doing it man like and i know times are tough and financially and all these other things but it doesn't have to be bloody like a week of groceries or a night of groceries just fucking pop around and take that time to uh really check in on those doing it tough because like you know for me when i went through some hard stuff he was one of the first blokes I went to sat on the couch and bawled my fucking eyes out. And, you know, he just sat there and hugged me and he helped me out then too. So, you know, like you just, yeah, look after your mates and come in together and you win together. Simple. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, we don't do that as enough, eh? We don't do yeah. that enough as blokes. Like, I think, yeah. I it's like know. it's been hammered into us since we were young to, you know, the whole man up and, yeah, don't show emotion and I'll stop crying, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, boys don't cry, like you know. Yeah. Wipe, wipe your eyes, kind of thing. Where. Which is tough, and I, I don't do that to my boys at all. I try not to do that to my boys. You know, there's probably been times where I have, and then I've had to catch myself and. Yeah, yeah. Tell myself to stop, and um. You know, you've got to got to let them know that it's okay to have these emotions, and it's okay to feel. Yeah. upset and it's okay to feel angry and it's okay to feel sad but it's it's what you do with that emotion yeah. you know it's how you express that emotion and trying yeah. to get them to express it in a way that's um you know not damaging yeah how, how do you reckon we do this better bro like how do you fuck because there's such a stigma out there man we're not even close to it like we're no nah. it's like an iceberg effect right we're at the top we, we, we can see that we can see there's a stigma we can see that you know men are obviously struggle to open up and but it just goes so much deeper like it, some of it's going generational you know like you're saying like we're we're looking up to our fathers and our grandfathers who have been hard men and they show no emotion and they say you know ah, it's weak to you know boys don't cry you're not a girl stop being a sissy like mm. and like 
I don't, it's just, it mind, it mind blows me because I'm like, fuck, how do we do this better? Like, how do we get brothers to open up and feel safe? Yeah, it's tough, eh? You're right. It is generational. And I think, you know, that's why I guess I'm trying to change that for my kids because, mm. um, you know, I think if the next generation can come through knowing that it's okay to speak and it's okay to, you know, show that you're struggling and say, hey, shit, I need some help. Like, I'm really struggling yeah, okay, here. Yeah. Um, then that's where the difference comes in, right? Yeah. I think for our generation and the generation above us, it's hard. It's hard to change those behaviors and those, um, sure. you know, when it's always been that way your entire life, it's hard to change, right? It's hard to suddenly yeah. feel like you can actually talk and you can actually show emotion. So, sure. and it took me ages. It took, it took me years, bro. Like, yeah. you know, I, I never admitted or, you know, to myself even that I was struggling with my mental health. Yeah, for sure. Until I was at like, you know, the lowest of my low. And I thought, actually, this is pretty shit, man. I, you know, I need some help. I need to go do something about this because I've got kids. Yeah. But really, for me, it was my kids that made me do it. Because if I didn't have my kids, yeah. who knows where I'd be now? Who knows if I'd still be here now? Um, you know, they, they were the main driving yeah. force behind me actually going, okay, actually, I do need to go and sort this out. For sure. For sure. I think it's hard, eh? Like, you're so right, man. Like, it's not like we can say, oh, let's just flick the switch and all of a sudden we're going to cry when we're feeling down or, hey, we're going to openly open up to our missus or our brothers about how we're feeling. Because, like, even for me, like, you know, my partner can pick up when I'm off just like that. Like, she she knows me so well. And, you know, like, even I, like, I'd struggle to open up with stuff, but I'm getting better and I know, like, you know, after I've opened up, I feel so much better if I, if I let it out. It might be something small. It might be, you know, something that might not even really seem like it means much, but it does to me. So, yeah, it's hard, eh? Like, because, you know, I obviously do these these breakfasts where I'm trying to get the boys around, but I'm also trying not to create some a place where they feel like they have to talk. And I think yeah. that's a really big part of it is is not having that peer pressure or the, you know, where they feel like, I, oh, I have to go around and I have to talk about my week. Like no one's standing yeah. up and saying, oh, my name's Matt and uh, this week I lost my shit and I, I'll give myself a two out of ten because I know I can do better, but I'm trying. It's nothing about that, man. Sometimes there's nothing even talked about mental health around the table. It's mm. more knowing that the brothers feel safe to come here and chill out and forget about life's problems, forget about the kids, forget about the missus and the work and all that stress that comes with it just come over and chill out, man. And just let me cook you a feed and, you know, do life. That's all it should be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just creating that safe space. Right. Yeah. Where if they want to say, Hey, fuck, I've had a shit week this week. And, and um, you know, they know they can do that. Yeah. Like more, more often than not, like a couple of brothers might turn up early because I'll say, you know, cooking for 10 AM. So, you know, doors open from eight 30. And some might come early or some might stay later. And that's where we'll have a one-on-one yarn, you know, like, okay, like if, if it's bad or if, you know, like whatever's going on, right, at least I know. So I know what I can check up on you through the week or, hey, you know, if it's out of my control or my experience and, you know, let's let's dive deeper and let's try and um, work it out. And it's good. Like I, I am seeing a big change in the brothers and, you know, people's – Often, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you're saying you'll get a private message from someone you haven't spoken to in ages and they'll say, you know, hey, like, just really appreciate what you're doing towards that men's mental health thing. And 
stuff like that means so much because it's like you know it's not easy like and it's not hard or even strangers yeah yeah but it's like, just, they're the ones that blow me away where where you get a private message saying oh, i just want to say you know really love what you're doing yeah it's yeah. like whoa you know that's the reason why i'm doing it yeah and that's it and like you know like right now we're the most blessed generation and place to do it because social media is just on fire whether it's yeah. facebook or tiktok or instagram like it, it takes five minutes to make a page and you know you chuck a video up or something like something small and yeah you, like bang goes off like that and yeah yeah i'm the same way yeah you've had these messages from people you've never met and it's like man like it's so cool so hey you know like if you need a chat but inbox is open brothers like you know let's do it together let's want it together like your pain's my pain let's uh let's work it out and try and try and live a better life for us for, first and foremost because when we when we look after ourselves first and that's where that's where we've got to be selfish right you know like i'm like like i don't have kids or anything it's just the missus and the cats but i know when i take time out for myself you know they're all benefiting it from me because i'm a better person rather than yeah you know, i don't know life gets but better. i think that mindset right and i think that's a mindset that needs to change too because too often do we just keep soldiering on and we just keep going because yeah. we think we've got to be strong for the other people or we've got yeah, to do yeah. this for the other people and then we neglect ourselves and in turn it just fucks it up more for everyone else <laughs> you know you've actually got to take time to be selfish but not feel yeah. like you're being selfish yeah yeah, yeah for know? sure like taking that time to be selfish but knowing that hey it's okay for me to take my time like yeah my time it's nobody else's like nobody else owns my bloody my daily routine clock like that's that's to right me. So, yeah, yeah, I think, like- but I, I think, um, you know, I think going back to what you said, like, how do we change that? I think doing what you're doing and do what I'm doing and what, you know, for all the brothers are doing and oh, garage gyms doing and, and all these other pages and all these other people. Um, I think that's just how we start to break this down. Yeah. And, and you, you see know, just- change, like you look at, um, like what Zane's doing for all the brothers, especially like, Trady Tuesday and they're giving away vouchers and they're giving away stuff and they're just really there in that tradey um, industry which suffers so high from mental health and suicide yeah. too you know and it's just awesome to see like it's encouraging and it only like I'm sure you feel the same it feeds that fire in you you're like Yola I just want to do more like and it's not about competition or likes or you know like look at what we're doing it's like man like I just want to be with these guys and and carry that baton for men's mental health and keep that support going because fuck there's there's still so much work that needs to be done and towards men's mental health not just the whole stigma that we just talked about but just that support system where you know like yeah we've got to try and encourage men to speak up and to seek that help but um it's fucking hard man like yeah, I know. I wish I had a bit more insight and answer to it, but it's something that I've been really chewing on the last, probably the last three, four months. Just like, man, like, how do we do this better? Like, because it was probably no November when I last talked to talked to Stefan at Garage Gyms, and we're like, oh man, like he's like, so what's the plan if I got you for next year? And I'm like, oh, what do I know, bro? <laughs> Just get, just get more people to turn up for Bricky. <laughs> but like, I don't, yeah, I don't really think too in depth about it. I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, try and sell a few shirts and and singlets that you know, to, and to spread that whole awareness around men's mental health. But fuck, we can do it so much better. So 
I'm yeah. excited for that, for the growth. I've just got to wait for the light bulb to turn on on the head and go from there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's tricky, and it? That's something that I was thinking about, you know, over Christmas and New Year's when I was, when I was thinking about um, the coming year and reflecting on 2021. I was thinking, you know, where, where do I want to go with mental this year? You know, yeah. where do I want... Um, where do I want to be at the end of 2022? And I'm the same as you, bro. I was like, fuck, I don't know, you know, a <laughs> couple more people in the group chat, maybe, <laughs> you know, but, but it's hard because it's such a big beast and it's such a yeah. huge thing to try and, and bite off and swallow and, you so, know, carve up or however you want to put it. Like it's there's so much to do. Yeah, bro, for sure. How and at times it feels like, you know, oh, isn't making a difference, but then you get one of those messages that we just yeah, spoke yeah. about, especially from someone that, that isn't part of the group chat. Yeah. And it's just a random person saying, Hey, you know, I just wanted to say, thanks for what you're doing. Yeah. And that's, that's why I do what I do. I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How did you come apart? Uh, how did you come like to start up mental? What was your big driving force behind that? Um, so for me, it was really, so obviously, you know, um, but the people listening to this won't. So about six years ago, my cousin um, in the UK, who was like my big brother, was diagnosed with um, terminal cancer, right? And then, you know, things turned bad pretty quickly. And um, less than a year later, he was gone. And he was like, he was like my big brother. He was my rock. He was that brother that I would call when I was having a, a bad mental health day, but didn't yeah. know I was having a bad mental yeah. health day, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then suddenly he was gone wow. and my life was turned completely upside down Massive, eh? and, uh, and I kind of felt like I had no one to talk to, Yeah, you know? Um, and at the time, like, obviously I've got my, you know, my blood brother, Jack. And, um, and at the time he and I, you know, we'd never really been close. We'd always fought like cat and dog with yeah. six years between us. And it was, you know, so I didn't really have that relationship then. I do now, which is awesome. But back then I didn't. And I kind of felt like I had nowhere to go, no one to talk to. And I remember my mother-in-law, um, you know, she could just, she knew that I wasn't in a good space mentally. And I remember her saying to me, hey, you should try and find a, like, try and find a men's support group, you know, try and try and find somewhere where you can go and, and um, talk to other people that might've been through similar. And I remember thinking about it and thinking, ah, nah. And then a couple of weeks later thinking, oh, maybe I should try and find something yeah. and, uh, and having a good hard look and finding nothing, bro. <laughs> like there's just, there's, there is such a lack of anything like that. What, mate? Um, <laughs> yeah, what, mate? Definitely in Whangarei. Like, you know, there was probably some down in Auckland, but um, nothing up here in Whangarei. <laughs> so really that was the driving factor. The driver behind it was like, well, Shit, if there is nothing, then how many other people are feeling like I'm feeling and feeling that they've wow. got nowhere to go? Yeah, so, for sure. So then I embarked on that journey to um, to try and create something. And, you know, I was I was in a pretty dark place myself. So it was it was hard to get it going and get it off the ground. And then I kind of gave up on it for a wee while. And then... Because um, it was that... It um, was, I think, like, when we had that, that chat a few months back, was that when you, you were saying, like, you that's when you saw like mates in construction and it's sort of yeah, like yeah. rebirth that fire. Like, man, like I need to really get into this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because initially, so when I, when I started it initially, you know, around the same time, there'd been a couple of local builders that I knew of that had committed suicide. Wow. Um, wow. So I guess another thing that was driving me to do it was 
um, like this, there's so many guys in construction that suffer yeah, quietly man. and end up taking their own lives. So, so that was a real focus point at the beginning was, and I guess that was the plan was to try and do something like what mates in construction are doing. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> mates turned up and I was like, oh, well, well, they fucking beat me to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so because I wasn't in a good space myself, I kind of just gave up. <laughs> whatever. You know? Yeah, whatever. You Didn't do want it, to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I did, you know, but, but that was my mentality at the time, right? was like yeah. I was, I was, I was already feeling shit. And then I had this good idea or what I thought was a good idea that kind of got me moving. And then finding out that, oh, shit, someone's already doing it and doing yeah. it really, really well. It's like, oh, well, fuck, you know, this is dumb. Yeah. Um, so I kind of lost all my motivation for it. And then wow. it, wasn't, it wasn't really until, I don't know, midway through the year last year um, and with all the COVID lockdowns and everything. And again, I was just feeling in a real shit space. And I knew there were some brothers around me at work that were feeling in a real shit space. And I thought, nah, something's got to change. So yeah. kind of reignited the fire and it's, it's grown from there, really. Yeah, I think like I'm kind of similar to that because I've been using the whole like I've got you hashtag for years and years and years and then um, like I went through that shit storm two, almost two years ago now and, um, you know, had a really hard time having to start over again and had to build my life again from a teaspoon to a fucking fridge and, you know, buy everything again and, mm. um, yeah, it was a really dark and lonely lonely place for me but... um. I had an awesome support network here. You know, I had friends that really looked out for me and um, helped, helped me get back on track. And it's probably, yeah, like last year, around May, June, when I, I had, again, another handful of friends that were all, were all just having a hard time for various reasons. And I thought, fuck, like, I really need to do something, like, to pay it forward. And, you know, it's not nothing to do about me or, for likes or fame or any shit like that. I just really want, you know, the brothers to know that they feel loved and they're cherished because it's hard out there, man. It's hard for a fucking man. You know, we feel like we're a provider and we're the head of the table and we've got to be strong. We've got to be all these things that society have labelled us when some of them are barely fucking breathing, bro. You know, like they're they're up to their last breath because they just, they feel like fucking they're failing. And then, yeah. you know, like, it's fine to fail, man. We, how many times have you failed? How many times have yeah, I failed? Yeah. And, you know, it's, you just have to get, get going. And something we spoke about this morning as well, like, there's always that heartbeat inside you, eh? That there's always blood pumping through the heart. It's never over. Like, no matter how hard your day is, man, your, your worst day is only 24 hours. And right now, you got got 100% survival rate of that. That's fucking premium. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's living proof, a blueprint to you to say, hey, I got through the hard stuff once, twice, 10, 100 times. I'm going to get through it again. Mm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you think where we are now, there's there's quite a change in the mental health for men's? Like, do you think that we're steering the ship in the right way, even though there's I think so I- much more to do? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. I think over the I think probably over the past two years or two or so years, um there's been a real gear shift in mental health in general, but I think especially men's mental health. And I think it's you know, I think there's um you know, there's some good celebrities, if you like, you know, using their platform to spread yeah. the good word to it and try and stir a change and um 
I think that's doing wonders for it. And it's great to see people like that. They have such an influence on yeah. so many people around the world to actually stand up and say, you know, I'm actually, yeah, I've been there. I've suffered and it's, yeah. it's okay to feel that way. And, you know, and to share their story as well. But you're right. We've got so, so much further to go. Yeah. You know, like, we're still in the eye of the storm, bro, but you know, yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of us are starting to understand, Hey, all right. Number one, it's okay not to be okay. Like it's perfectly fine to have your shitty days, to to have a cry day, to have a blob day, but you, you still got to keep going. You can't just you can't sit in the darkness. And I, that was something that mm. that um that I really went through when I was just speaking uh, before, like a couple of years ago. I was in a really dark place and. I, I was kind of in that process of trying to speed it up. And it doesn't matter what you do. You can't speed it up. You just have to grow through it. I think that's yeah. an important thing. We go through, you know, all kinds of seasons in life. And I think whatever you go through, that's especially hard and heartbreaking. Grow through it. Get something from it. Like, you know, you're already at loss, right? You're already fucking down and out. For me, I was at rock bottom 2.0, second time in fucking three, five years that I was having to rebuild my life. But I knew there that, one, I couldn't get any lower, and two, it's only going to go uphill. So I just dug deep and really just, you know, I was skating heaps. It was before I started fly at work. I fucking skated like 317K in a week, eh? And I was, sure. just, I was getting up in the morning skating. I was, uh, you know, doing some paperwork through the day. I was skating at night, and I was just trying to just push through. And so when, you know whenever I'm saying to people, Hey, like I understand, or, you know, you just got to keep pushing a fuck. I know it can be hard. And I know that it's not always happy, clappy daisy chains out there, but you know, real growth comes from those times where we're uncomfortable and when it hurts the most. And it's something that I look back now and while life might be pretty happy, clappy for me, I know there'll be another storm and it's not to say, Hey, I've got to get out a pain free card now, or, or, you know, I'm going to get away with the, the adversity just means that I'm going to be able to deal with it a little bit better than I have in the past because I've grown from mm. it. And, you know, like I did share something a few weeks back on, I got you about uh, three things that, you know, that have benefited my mental health, which is skating and listening to music and being hands-on, like, well, I'm cutting grip tape or working on my fish tank and just doing something creative with my hands. I just find that I just zone out a little bit more and it just really benefits my own mental health. Mm. I like that what you just said a second ago. You can't sit in the darkness. You can't, bro. Like it's true. That's such a good saying, though. And I, I like if I think back, I sat in the darkness for too long. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, bro. You know? like, but um, yeah, like re- like rewind even years back. I, I lost when I lost my grandfather to cancer too. So really, when we first spoke about you losing your cousin, I was like far out man like, I was biting my cheeks trying not to cry eh? I was yeah. like really like that feeling eh? it's so hard and I lost him and come back over to Perth and then like a year later or 18 months later back home and grand <laughs> it and then then I ended a relationship and fucking was homeless found a place and like a couple months later then my auntie passed away here and I was like fucking hell like how much more like how much yeah. more do I need to lose before I realize what I already know? Like, you know, I've been a, been a fucking clown and pissing my money up against the wall on drugs and alcohol and just, you know, like 
living that high life, bro. But really, I was so broken and and just dark on the inside. And it took just took like you said, it just took me too long to realize it, man. Like, yeah. And, and like, you can see that now, though, right? When you oh, reflect back, you know straight away why yeah. you were doing all those things. But at the time when it's happening, it's, that's just your coping mechanism, right? Yeah. And everybody does it differently. Everybody has got yeah. their own little thing that they do. And sometimes exactly. it's not the right thing to do. But And I think that's something super important about understanding everyone's journey. You know, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, had a yarn to someone about, like, when you've actually gone through a hard time. But I've had it a couple of times where, like, I've gone through something, like, going through something really hard. And it's like, oh, you know, like, oh, but my wife threw me out and I had to start again and this and this and yeah. this. Like, and I had one league less than you, mate. And you're like, bro, like, it's not, it's <laughs> it's not a competition, bro. It's not a competition, bro. It's like, okay, get it. Your, yeah. pain's your pain, my pain's my pain. But, bro, right now, all I need is a bit of compassion, not not a competition. Like, yeah, I'm already feeling yeah. shit. Don't make me feel worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, and I guess, yeah, like, like you just said, bro, about your coping mechanism, I've just tried to be a little bit healthier and smarter about it because, you know, like, fuck, I hate to think about what's going to ha- what is going to happen in the next six months or next year in that sort of sense. But it's just going, hey, man, like, I just know that I just got to rely on skating and jamming metal and just fucking getting through it that way rather than... Yeah, you got to find those things that you you know, get real enjoyment out of, eh? Yeah. And focus on just doing those. And um, and when times are really hard, yeah, throw energy into those things. Throw energy into the things that make you happy. For sure. And sometimes it's just like, it's hard to get that ball rolling. Eh? It's hard to get off the couch or out of bed. But, you know, to the brothers that may be listening, and if you are so stoked because, you know, we're just jibber-jabbering a fair bit here. <laughs> but you know like fuck man like life's hard it is really shit at times but i tell you what it's always worth living like and you know whatever you're going through right now wherever you are man like you're loved you're cherished man you, you're needed brothers need you so you know don't ever feel like you're alone and this is i'll try and set up some kind of links where you can jump on mental nz and on i got your brotherhood um get into this group chat man if you're keen to meet new brothers and just have a safe place to come and talk. It's one of the best things, even for myself, who's, um, you know, life's pretty good. So I've found it really, man, it's just so cool to have a yarn with other people. And there's been a few times where I've, I've had to ask for advice on there or I had shitty days up at work. And, man, it's just, like, helped me so much. Hey? So it's just- yeah. Oh, bro, honestly, like, that, as much as, um, you know, as much as that group chat, I guess, has been my baby, it's also my therapy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I use it as a free form therapy, of therapy too. for myself. Yeah, free yeah. therapy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, on but that, it's therapy of the best kind. Yeah. On that subject, let's talk a little bit on therapy, if you don't mind. How, how do we get brothers to try and talk to somebody if they can't talk to us? Or they don't feel like, you know, they're getting it from us. Because, you know, it's easy to, to go to a brother when you've got something going on. You're like, oh, you know, this is happening. And they're like, they'll tell you what you want to hear, right? They're always mm. going to tell you mm. what you want to hear. You go to see, see like a counsellor or um, psychiatrist or whatever, they're going to tell you what you don't want to hear. Yet you're going to walk out that place feeling so much better than, yeah. than obviously when you walked in. But then what a brother would say, if you know what I mean. I think there's a couple of barriers to therapy, like, you know, official therapy, right? I think, yeah, I think there's a stigma attached to it still as well, much like there's a stigma attached to 
um, you know, talking to your mates about your mental health, I think there's a real stigma attached to um, saying, oh, I'm going to therapy. You know, I'm going to see a counsellor. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, one barrier that we've got to really try and break down. And the second barrier is the cost. Like, I mean, I don't know about over in Oz, but, but over here in NZ, it's, it's so fucking expensive. Yeah, I, I try to use, let me say this in the right way so I don't get anyone in trouble. Um, I try to use one over here, right? First yeah. time, I got shafted by them, never even really heard back from it. So yeah. when I was in a really dark place. Second time, not so long ago, never even got a reply. Um, so that was free. But uh, I, I actually go and see a, a private fella who is pretty expensive. But um, I feel like it's worth it, you know. And it, I've been pulled, actually, myself, I've been pushing it off for a while because I'm like, oh, you know, it's quite a lot yeah. of money. But I know I need to go and just have a yarn, do a check-in and just see how we're going. But a lot of, like, workplaces here offer EAP or whatever they call it. Yep, yep. Program. So a lot of them will give you six free sessions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, it's a great way to go and talk to someone, especially if, like financially you're not set because fucking counseling's expensive, eh? Like it's through the roof. It is. And I think what's hard though, bro, is, you know, um, however many free sessions you get, it's not enough, no. you know? And if I think back to when I, um, you know, when I was finally kicking the stubborn gene in me and saying, actually, I need some help here with this grief. And I, I went to see my GP and, um, and they put me in touch with a counselor. I got, I got three sessions for free. Yeah. So I can tell you now, those three sessions went so fast, you yeah. know, an hour of talking goes by like that. Right. And yeah. um, by the end of my third session, we'd only finish scratching the surface. Yeah, bro. And then, um, then I'm trying to book in and it's like a hundred and, 40 bucks a session or whatever it was. And I was like, I can't afford that. I've got four kids, yeah, a mortgage. Like, you know, so, so I didn't go, I put it off and, um, wow. And it was hard. It was real hard. And then, and then luckily I, I managed to, or I didn't, so my, I think it was my mum actually, I think my mum found, um, this place locally here in Whangarei and they're Koha based. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, they don't really get much government funding, but they get fundraisers that, that raise money for them. And, and that was awesome. And, and I've got a lot of time for those people because, um, you know, I, don't, I think when you're charging 140 bucks an hour, I'm kind of questioning what's your motive behind it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that might be wrong. You know, that might be wrong. But that's, that's, I guess, how I was looking at it, going, shit, you're, you're just charging the earth here for, yeah. from like, someone mate. that's already feeling like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then they've got to part ways with <laughs> all this money, like, you know. Um, so I went into some sessions here at this place. Um, but like you, I know that I've got to go back this year, bro. Yeah. You know, there's some things that I hadn't finished addressing, I guess, the last time I went and, um, and I've been putting it off for a while, but I think I've been putting it off because for me, I have to feel like it's the right time. Yeah. Like yeah. I have to feel ready, I guess, to um, walk through what I need to walk through because it can be tough drag, dragging some of that stuff up and some of them, yeah, some of those demons from the past. I can hear you. Um, it's hard because once you start talking about it, you know, you walk out of that session and yes, you feel, you feel a little bit better, but then you start reflecting on it and you start thinking about those things again. And um, that can be hard. Bringing some of that stuff back can be, can be really difficult. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I, I really understand that because uh, 
some stuff where I'm like, I just don't want to talk about it, man. Like, yeah, there's a reason why I don't want because to. Because you know the pain, right? You yeah, know the pain that's yeah, going to come from heavy. it because it's heavy. That's right. Yeah, and that's right. But more like that post I put up the other week, you know, if you're not talking about it, you're storing it and that shit gets heavy. Yeah. And bro. that's true. And that's you know? How many brothers are heavy hearted, bro? Don't oh, be heavy hearted, man. Like, far out. Like the world's already on your shoulders. Don't let your heart be just as heavy, man. Like, yeah. And there's so many brothers are tired and up against the ropes fighting for breath, man. Like, and we can't, we can't force people to talk. All we can do is encourage. And, you know, there's no shame in it. There's no fucking, there shouldn't be any judgment in it. You know, you should be able to go somewhere without feeling forced because, like you said, like you got to feel ready because if there's forceful behind it, you're already going up with half a wall up, right? And yeah. So as soon as you see the place and you, you're starting to feel uneasy, it's another layer, another layer, all of a sudden you're just sitting there, what are you talking about, footy in the weather or something? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. And you, yeah, like for me, I have to feel ready to go because yeah. otherwise I don't get any benefit from it because I, uh, I go there and I'll spend my hour session just resisting talking about what I know I should be talking about. So for me, I've got to be mentally ready to go and talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I need to book in with mine. It's real hard to try and squeeze in, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess around your work schedule, that's difficult as well. eh? Yeah. I like get home and I just kind of forget about calling and booking, whether that's just me pushing it off or not, but I need to really, and self works the best kind of work too. Like, everyone benefits from it but more more importantly you do and i i know that that's a part of my life where i really want to you know especially carrying the i got you brotherhood is like i need to be i need to be well in myself you know there's no point going in and just being half burnt out or half-hearted you know you like yeah you want to be really genuine and, and not so much leading by example but saying hey you know like you're going through stuff so am i like um you know but I understand the whole point, the whole side of why it's important to go and talk to a professional or a counsellor. So, uh, I think that's why it works so well, though, bro. I think that's why what you're doing with I Got You and what I'm doing with Mental Health Club, I think that's why it works so well because we're both living through it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've, we've been through it. We're continually going through it, and it's genuine. Yeah. And, uh, and when we're saying to the brothers in the group chat or on the private messages or on the, you know, these podcasts or whatever, oh, look, I, I know what you're going through, man, and I, I've been there and, and this is what I did and this is what helped me. It's genuine. You're not just, yeah. you know, pulling some shit out of a book. Yeah. Uh, you know, I you've actually lived it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, you've, you've lived it. It's real. It's been yeah. real for you. And it's, you know, it's like, I'm pretty open about the journey, what I've been on. I'm fucking not proud of it. There's a lot of stuff I wish I hadn't done, but hey, it's made me who I am today. And it's also given me that ability to connect with people on a level where they can't, where, where, where some people can't because they don't have that experience. And you know, there's some stuff I haven't experienced. So there's been times where I've been with brothers and we're talking about stuff. I'm like, fuck, I've got no idea, you know, like talking about yeah. kids playing up or, you know, um, suffering with something else that I've got no idea about. And I'm like, ah, okay, like, well, let's, well, let's work this out together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think though, like touching on what you just said about how there's some things you've done that you're not proud of, but um, I think again, that gives you that um, genuine, you know, 
you're genuine in your response to someone that is currently doing those things that you were doing before. Yeah. And when you can say, look, bro, I used to do that. And, uh, and at the time, you know, that was my, that was my go-to. That's what I did. Yeah. That's what got me through. But now I know it was wrong. And this is the reasons why I think you could help so many brothers that are currently doing what you were doing to come out of the other side. One of the big things in that, bro, is, um, you know, I might have a one-on-one with one of the boys and, give them a bit of a tune up on that side. Cause like, you know, I'm not going to tell them how to live, live their life. Cause I was no saint, but something I do remind them is like, you know, your future self right now is depending on you to make those better choices. And yeah. Whether that's five year, five year old Maddie or, you know, and 10 years Maddie or 40 year old Maddie. They're like, you know, while you're going out and having fun and that's all cool. Just remember your future self's paying the price for it now. Same as, you know, like two years back when I started over again, had fuck all money in my account because I'd still, you know, I'd still been partying years back. And like, and I'm paying for it now, you know, I'm an amazing girl right now. We're at that place where we want to start, you know, looking at buying a house, but I've got fuck all savings because yeah, yeah, I still yeah. want my nose. So, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, bro, I, look, I was the same. I was the same back in the UK, you know, before I moved to, um, to New Zealand, I was... How old was when I moved here? I think I just turned 19 when I moved here. But, you know, from sort of 17 to 19, yeah. I was earning fucking good money, man. Like I was clearing 1,100 pounds a week. So if I think back, you know, when I moved here, the exchange rate was sort of three to one. So I was earning like $3,000 a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would piss it all up the wall. <laughs> Every shots weekend. on me, boys. Shots on me. And, <laughs> and into my overdraft, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Like, I was just, I was just, yeah, boozing hard and all sorts of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you young know? Young and dumb, eh, bro? But oh. young and dumb. And, you know, my mates weren't earning as much money as me. And you're right. It was shots on me, boys. Or, you know, <laughs> I'll fucking get there. Don't worry about it. Because yeah. I was feeling like I was the man, you know? I was yeah. like, fuck, I'm earning all this money. And it was just like this big ego trip. And then, you know, fast forward now, 35-year-old me is going, fuck, what a dumbass, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my mortgage could be so much smaller. I could have two houses and be, you know, I could have this investment portfolio and blah, but, you know, that just wasn't the path. It wasn't the journey that I was Uh, destined to take. uh, I don't think many of us really think of that time at 2 a.m. at a nightclub you know what we should be doing see these lines mate we should be investing property like come on let's go home like yeah it's not crossing the mind bro let's be honest like (laughs) i wasn't going to uh, another club at you know two o'clock in the morning to talk to an investment property if only we had if only we had (laughs) bro it's a beautiful thing yeah mate for sure for sure man so what do you, what, what's your plans with uh, mental, this, mental NZ this year? Have you really thought much in it or are you just happy as it's going? Uh, I'm happy with where it's going at the moment, but I have, I mean, I have got a couple of ideas. So I really want to try and get um, some actual physical support groups cracking. Yeah. Um, how I do that, I'm still trying to, I guess, work <laughs> that out. So, and especially at the moment, it's so bloody tricky with fucking COVID lurking around and oh, yeah. Omicron cases going through the roof. And so it kind of restricts what you can do, right, in terms yeah. of yeah. Um, getting outside of your local area. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I definitely want to, um, I definitely want to try and get something in the physical sense because I think the group chat's awesome. Yeah. Um, but there's been people that have contacted me saying, you know, oh, is there, a, you know, when does the when does the support group actually meet and where do you meet? And I'm like, oh, actually, yeah. it's just a group chat at the moment. Um, so I definitely want to try and get something going in a physical sense. Yeah, yeah um, sure. And I think initially it'll obviously be here in Whangarei and probably something in Auckland because yeah. I don't mind driving a couple hours to to meet up with some brothers and you know talk some things through. So. I think that's really just the plan at the moment. It's uh, keep doing what we're doing with this, with the group chat and keep that going and keep it alive and push it hard to get more people in there. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, also having um, something in a physical sense where people can come because not everybody wants to do it online as well, right? Not everybody wants to yeah. talk on a group chat and have their phone pinging 400 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you see like so-and-so's left day, you're like, Oh yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. You're probably woken up yeah, to like yeah. messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're lost, bros. Not ours. But, uh, yeah. Nah. But I think having something physical is good as well, you know? Um, and the, the walk the other week was good. It was only me and one other brother there, but there was some, some, there was about four or five people that were going to come and then um, a couple of them messaged me before saying, oh, look, I'm so sorry. I've double booked or yeah, this has yeah. happened, but I'm definitely keen to come to another one. So let me know when it is. So we'll see. Hopefully they come along the next time, but yeah, I get that. Um, if they don't, they don't. It's, it is what it is, right? I get that with the breakfast is a like, and it's, it's always like a genuine reason. It's not like someone's sticking you around. I was like, sweet man. Like, I'll catch you next week. Like, that's all good. So yeah, and like I said, there's, there's, it's not there's, there's no pressure. It's just for like with the group chat. There's no pressure to share, you know. And I think um, I think it'd be interesting though trying to do something in the physical because um, I guess that's another barrier for some people is yeah, if they've got to be face to face with someone talking yeah. about something, it can be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like anxiety is a real thing with with a lot of people, and it's like, oh man, like you know, I'm quite lucky with like with the boys that come as they're always the regulars so that there might be one or two new people but most of it's all the same boys and so you know they're like oh you know how's things going how's this how's that and half the time i just got jump on the bar you know i was talking to me because i'm cooking the food they're all just gas bagging bro it's primo you know yeah yeah um, and it's just you're, you know really about creating that stronger and deeper brotherhood that hey you know there's somewhere to to come when life's we're like when life's not feeling the best um, yeah, I think that's you know that's all we kind of strive for when when we're pushing a group like this is that you know to be to find a safe place and somewhere where brothers feel loved and and a sense of belonging because you know yeah you know like you work with the same people every day and and whatnot you're going home to your same family every night and sometimes you feel like you just need that that men's support as well you know like mm. brother, brother and mm. and that's gonna understand you know yeah yeah no i get that and i think another thing as well is i really want to try and push um the clothing this year right so yeah i'm just um i'm just i've just uh been speaking with uh one of the guys in the group chat uh who lives locally um he actually used to work for me (laughs) he's um and he's probably listening this too G'day, Mark. <laughs> Wasn't going to say your name, but there you go. Um, yeah, Mark's, Mark's a bloody great um, artist, man. He yeah. is amazing, bro. Yeah. So oh. I've just been speaking to him the other day. I really want to get a cool design cracking on a T-shirt for um, 
for um, Gumboot Friday. Have you heard of Gumboot Friday with Mike King? Yeah, so that's something that's really, really um, close to me, I guess. And I think that's because I've got kids and, and Mike King's big thing is around you know, free counselling for the for, for kids and for that next generation. And I think, like I was saying earlier, I think the kids and the next generation is how we actually win this this battle. Mm. So, so, yeah, I'm pretty keen to get a pretty rad design on a shirt um, and then donate all the proceeds from that to Gumboot Friday. Gumbo yeah, Friday. yeah, yeah. Um, but also just get some other cool designs. So, you know, I'm trying to wear my mental branded clothing all the time at the moment just to try yeah, and spread yeah. the message. But I think if we can get some some cool designs and get other people interested in wearing some of this stuff as well, that's another way we start to break down some barriers, right? For those that um, might be listening to grab a shirt, just to your site, eh, on Instagram, Mental NZ. Yeah, you can jump on NG or, or on the actual website as well. So it's just um, mental.nz. Easy. Um, you can buy the shirts through there and... I literally make no money out of it, bro. So I add 10% profit onto everything and that whole 10% goes straight to mental health charities. So cool, bro. yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the tagline on there and it's true is I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it to make a change. Yeah. That's, sure. You know, and that's, that's 100% how it is. Yeah. I, I've made a little bit like nothing exciting from our stuff, but mainly like I've just used that to, buy the stickers, the thank you cards, the pay it forward cards, but it's something that I'm also like, I can do this better somehow. So mm. Yeah, but also you got to like, you know, you do your men's breakfast and stuff and that's all coming out of your pocket. So yes and no. One yeah. of the blokes last last um our last Barbie's like, oh walk now. I was like, yeah bro, sweet as walking out, hands me some cash. I was like, oh fuck off man. So no, no, I was towards the next barbecue. I was like, oh, that's shit. not enough. <laughs> Shut money up your ass, mate. It doesn't cost me much, and you know it's you know I'm in a I'm in a place where yeah I don't make massive money, but you know it's just like it's not about the money at all. I don't care. Like just come over, have a feed, man. Like chill out. Yeah, feel good. It's not like I'm like in my eyes, it's not like I'm cooking up a five star breakfast. It's just bacon and eggs, and you know, yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's it's a bricky. It's not like it's freaking, you know, I don't know, Gordon Ramsay. Crayfish and bloody power for, for Bricky. Uh, Shit, if it was, I'd be jumping on an airplane, brother. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my front door. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's something, yeah, to think about our shirts and singlets, how to do better. It's just kind of had a bit of a brick wall now. I've got, got quite a bit of stock, which is good because at least it's there. Like I'll sell it eventually, you know, once we get get that word out a bit more that there's stock there, then that's fine. And boys come and buy shirts all the time. So it's not a hassle. So, you know. That's cool. It's good that people um, want to wear it, right? It's good that people want to oh, yeah. want to spread the word and are not, um, I don't know if afraid is the right word, but, you know, then they don't mind wearing it. Because yeah. some people will ask, hey, fuck, what's that, what's that you're wearing? What's all I got you? you yeah, know? yeah. I've got... Um, so, because I've got that one I think I sent you, the, the F. Yeah, like, I love that one, bro. Fuck, so that's F hash hash K depression. And that sold like absolute wildfire, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, far out. Like I've got the don't do it alone one that I love, but no one wanted that. They all wanted <laughs> depression. So, so like, that's like mine, right? So I've got the fuck stigma one with yeah, the middle yeah. finger. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't even have an F. It's like four stars. <laughs> Star, 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 stigma. <laughs> and um, that's my favorite design. 
but I can't, I just, I can't bring myself to wear it because of my kids. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll be like, Dad, why you got a middle finger on your T-shirt for? <laughs> you know, not that they don't do the word fuck all the time, but yeah. <laughs> but that's like my favourite design as well. Yeah, so, that's quite cool. I, don't know. I need to jump on and buy a couple actually, so I must uh, talk to the boys and say, hey, look, I'm going to buy some shirts, so if you want to, they want to get on board as well, so. Yeah, well, I'm actually just about to, um, so the thing is with the website, I understand like they are they're not the cheapest through the website, but they're they're a primo quality man. Like yeah. the um the quality of the shirt, and they're so comfy. Um, but okay. I'm actually just trying to do a bit of a if I buy them in bulk, then um, I get them at a better rate, so I can push them out at a cheaper rate. So yeah, I'm just actually working with a local printer on some yeah. pricing. So yeah, yeah I'll put that. that up on the IG and in the group chat once I've done it. That's where I'm lucky. Like the fella I go to, he just orders it all in bank, prints it all for me. But the yeah. thing that stings me is because um, we've got quite a few designs. Like he needs to, he needs minimum of ten per design. So yeah, he's out of money. So I'm like, people, are, I want one of this and one of that. Like, so like, especially when I brought out the singlets, I just kept it plain. That I got your logo at the front and the hashtag at the back. It was just easy. Yeah you know get me 40 of those bro like this size this size this size done easy so yeah, yeah. bro that made my day the other day eh? i was having a real shit day at work <laughs> man and i'd been in meeting after meeting i think i'd been in the boardroom for about four and a half hours at one point i was fucking over life <laughs> and i walked out i walked out and um i walked into my office and i had someone talking in my ear asking me all these questions and in my mind i'm going oh would you just fuck off man like <laughs> i haven't eaten i'm hangry i'm over the day but i'm having to put on the smile of course and answer all these questions and then i walked in and saw this little parcel on my desk and i thought what is this i've not ordered anything and straight away i picked it up and i knew from the packaging from the last shirt that i bought yeah. from you that it was from you and i just boom i before i'd even opened it i was smiling from me <laughs> i just i knew it was something so i really appreciate that that, was a, that was a great touch man no drama. It's just something from us here to you to say thanks for, for all you do for me, man, and just for the other brothers too. Like, we're making those little ripples, bro, but, you know, it's spreading far. And yeah. that's what it's about. It's just about spreading that awareness and, you know, speaking up and saying, hey, it's okay not to feel okay and fucking you want to chat? Let's have a chat. Let's talk about it, man. Let's do it together. Yeah, hard. You know, and I think about it all the time. I think um, I wish I wish that I'd have found um, mm. something like I got you or mentor when I was feeling the way I was feeling. Yeah, definitely. Because, man, you know, I've just, you know, the biggest thing for me was the grief, right? The grief of losing my cousin. And, and I'd never experienced anything like that. Yeah. It was so hard. Mm. And I think what made it harder was the fact that, um, you know, I was on the other side of the world over here in NZ and they're all in the UK. Yeah. And I went back for his funeral, but then the entire time I was there, I felt like I had to be the super strong person and not, you know, not grieving. Yeah. You know, I had to be strong for his wife and I had to be strong for his kids and I had to be strong for his sisters and his parents and, you know, all the other family. I thought I had to be this um, pillar of strength for them. So I never really grieved whilst I was there. Wow. And it wasn't until I got back here that I was like, yeah, probably hey, should have done buddy. some of that grieving over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then the grief is the fucking worst, man, because you can be sweet for months on end and then it's one day, bang, 
special yeah. anniversaries and like passing anniversaries and birth dates, like for yeah. me losing my gramps, right? And it'll be around the same time. I think it's six, might be six, seven years this year. And yeah, ah, man, it just never gets easier at times. Eh? It's just like, nah. But you know, like how, how lucky I was to go, you know, like 20, uh, what, 25 years having him in my life, you know, yeah, so close as well. Like, and his legacy now lives through me like that. And how I want to live my life is, you know, is pushing who he was as well. And that's something, so yeah, especially, you know, like I looked up to my grandfather a lot growing up, watching care for my grand and bring a neighbor's washing and take groceries to people. So he, like, he is a part of this high, whole I got you thing. Like I look at it, it's like, man, like it's all these small things. He didn't even have to tell me because he, he taught me from, from life lessons, you know, he taught me from yeah. actions. And I look at it now and go, man, like he, he's still alive because he's living in me. So, but yeah, that grief thing's a whole new subject. Eh? Oh, geez. Yeah, bro. It's, it's unreal. Like, I mean, I thought I knew, you know, like obviously I've, I've lost people throughout my life to various, you know, you know, old age or cancer or this or that or whatever. And I thought I'd experienced grief and I obviously had experienced grief, but um, not on this level. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I got back here, the, I couldn't even say his name. Yeah. Like I remember I couldn't even say, you know, people would say, cause so I got this, I got this tattoo on my wrist, right? Which is yeah. JGRM, which is his initials, Jamie Graham, Ross Monday. And then a star with some wings. And people would say, oh, you got some new ink, bro. You know, what, what does that mean? Yeah. And, like tr- trying to explain what it was. I was just a blubbering mess by the end of it. Like I just couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even think about it. It was, oh, man. It was so yeah, tough, bro. man. It was yeah. so tough. And then I think the whole putting pressure on myself and feeling like there was pressure from others to, yeah. to be better and to – carry on with my life you know was hard do you have any like kind of wisdom or maybe some life tools for anyone listening that may be grieving at the moment or going through something similar <laughs> just you just got to write it out eh? yeah like you um, can't put um you can't put a time frame on it no you can't like bro. you can't pressure yourself yeah. you can't try and rush it you've just got to let it be what it'll be exactly. but speak about it yeah i yeah. didn't speak about it and that was if I could go back and change something, that's what I'd change. I'd, I would speak about it sooner yes. and I'd seek professional help on it sooner as well, because, you know, that was, that was the main reason why I went to, to see uh, counselors and therapy was for grief. Yeah. And um, I should have done it sooner yeah. because, you know, I did feel better for it afterwards. Um, and yeah, bottling it up is the worst thing you can do and trying to rush it is the worst thing you can do as well. Cause I said, it's a whole saying of time heals all wounds, but, Bro, there's no time. Like you might grow yeah. till your last breath, and I guarantee you probably will. But you have to, you gotta go through all the emotions and that roller coaster of, you know, the anger and the denial and everything, man, that comes in it. You just have, like you said, bro. You have to feel it and let it move you, man. Let sit there and ball it out, like you know, let it affect you and move you, but don't let it defy you. If, who you should be as well, eh? Like, yeah, saying early, like, don't don't live in the dark just because of it. Like, you know, go through it, but don't let it keep holding you back. And sometimes that's a whole part of maybe that's holding on and not wanting to, you know, ever say goodbye. And that's something 
even like it still feels like I never said goodbye to my grams, but like, like yeah, I, I know I ain't gonna see him again, but I also know that you know the life he lived and the legacy he left, it's lives through me now. And that's something that's probably one of the biggest things that's helped me through my grief journey in that is knowing, hey, like, you know, yeah, he's gone, but he still lives in me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talking about it and talking about you know, talking about the good times too, you know, like yeah. um I what I found helpful, I guess, was once I could say his name um <laughs> without crying was um, talking to my kids and talking to whoever would listen, I guess, yeah. um, just about him, about some of the things we did and about all the good times because I think sometimes when you sit in the dark, like you said, you can get caught up on all the sorrow of losing yeah. somebody and the yeah. sadness. And, and, you know, the sadness is still going to be there. But um, if you've got that much love for somebody, it's because you had such a good time with them, right? So. Yeah live through the good times, reminisce on those good times and, and remember awesome. all the, all the smiles and the laughter and everything else. For sure. But yeah, I think any, if I could give anyone any advice that's grieving right now, it's just speak about it. Yeah. Write it out. Let it be what it'll be. And um, because you can't control it. Nah, nah. You can't, you can't stop it. You can't, you know, end it. It doesn't work that way. Man, that's heavy, bro. Any, uh, any other wisdom or something to leave to leave the potty on uh just yeah just speak don't man up speak up speak you up know, it's it's not about bottling it up and, and being a martyr it's about um putting your hand up and saying shit i'm struggling brother and yeah man i could sure. do with some help awesome bro so- because i think you know so many so many guys once they do start to speak up do what I've just said and go, oh, shit, maybe I should have spoke about this sooner. <laughs> you know, shit, that was pretty easy. Yeah, you know, that, that fellow over there has been through the same stuff and he's just given me all these things and all these new tools that I can try to help me feel better. So, yeah, for sure. you know. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure heaps of people um, get some good um, advice out of this. Eh? And hopefully we, we can do it again, man. Like I'm keen as, you know, I'm always keen for a yarn, especially on the mental health side of things. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Um, I'll try my yeah, try my best to get this uploaded as quick as I can, and yeah, we'll, we'll go. Great, bro. But no doubt we'll chat soon, face to face. Um, I'll pull, yeah. I'll stop this in a second, but we'll still um, we'll still just have a quick yarn before I have to share. Yeah, bro. Um, oh yeah, just really want to um, for those listening, say thanks so much for holding in on an hour of your life that you will never get back. But I shit, hope, is that what it's been? Yeah. But I Me hope, and you just blabbering on for an hour. Turkey's <laughs> <laughs> just talking absolute shit. <laughs> nah, I, um, yeah, really hope you get something from this, even if it's uh, just two turkeys talking shit. But um, it's been a privilege to have my brother, Mitch, who runs Mental and NZ and he's doing a wicked job. If you're needing a safe place and um, a brotherhood to come join into, join it, join the group chat that Mitch runs. It's awesome. Really good people in there and encouraging those. Um, yeah. That are doing it tough. Just don't do it alone. Cause we're all in it together. We've um, most of us have gone through something similar or are going through something similar. And when we come together, man, we fucking win together and that's what it's about. So thanks so much, Mitch for joining. Really appreciate it, bro. No worries, bro. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. Big love. Cause yeah, big love. Yeah.